This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Thank you, thank you. Hello and welcome to the Latins Football Phone-In. Hello. Just got to say that I did set this event for 8.30am, so I might have thrown some of you. I uh, couldn't change it on Facebook. So um, we are live um, at 8.30pm, as so usual. So put the link in the comments. It's in the comments. Ooh, it's already done. Ooh. Yeah. Evening, Eddie. Eddie Cortine. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, you know, if you've all been texting, oh, God, do we know if the phone is on tonight? Guys, in your group text, you can put it in the group text. Yeah, it's on. We're here. We are here and we are live. All 31 of you are watching us. Yeah, well, you know, a lot most people watch it afterwards, Dave, because they're doing something else on a Wednesday night, something more important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, oh, a few people. Oh. A few people have um, are, are in the queue, which yeah. is good. So we've just been recording our look at Latic show. We have for Saturday because we can't do it live from the uh, from the ground. But that'll be before Southend game. Uh, we've just had the Kidderminster game. Yeah, and we've just had the Eastley, Eastley game. Yes, down and in the dumps on Saturday, weren't we? Yeah, completely two ends of the scale, weren't mm-hmm. it? Um, Kidderminster was woeful, shocking, bad, rubbish, crap, turgid. Yeah. Uh, and Eastley was not, uh, not so bad if I say so myself. Oh, here's an interesting question from Dave Hall. Hi, Dave. At the end of season two, will there be a tackle of the season award? Well, you... votes are in for Raglan. <laughs> I think that, that was the refereeing decision of the. Uh, it really the was. If you were still doing the ref review, Dave. Uh, play on, son. Play on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beauty, wasn't it? It was fantastic. Yeah, um, a Charlie Chopper a Raglan. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's it's a yellow. It's a yellow. He's got a man covering him behind him. He's mm. all right." And then I'm like, "What's what's going on?" He's not giving free free stopped kick. To just yeah. play it on. Absolutely so, yeah, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, we've got uh, Danny Fairbrother on night. So should we get him in first? Let's get him in. Oh, I done it. All right, chaps. Long time since I've been on. Yeah, it's a while, mate. Yeah. So, Not a long time since I've seen you. I saw you on Saturday. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and at Maidenhead. And at Maidenhead. That's right. So, oh. what? another mad few days in the world of Latics. What's your take on it? I don't, I don't get our home form at all. Um, away from home, we murder anyone. I think we last lost October. I think it was against Fylde, 3-0. But our own farm is just stupid. Like, we, we struggled against Mickelover, Hendon. Yeah. The bottom six teams, I think we've only got one point against at home. Ebsfleet, Woking, all them lot. I just, I don't get them. I do not get them. Um, we beat night, Oxford City, didn't we? We beat Oxford City 3-4. Yeah, 4-0. Yeah, so that's probably the yeah, only... So, yeah, But... Other than that, we've just been terrible. I don't, I don't get them at all. Last night we played f- good football on the floor. At home we play long ball, which is I, I don't want to be watching that. If I want to watch long ball, I'll go and watch our Reese. Um, but they've shown last night they can get it on the deck and play. 
yeah, I think, you know, sadly you got it completely wrong. That, like, Lundstrom's position, what he started in the first half, it was like a right wing, wing back, weren't it? Um, mm. he's, Green's been probably the most impact player since uh, Boreham Wood when he came on and set up a goal, scored. Then he was sub against York again. And then he was sub against... Um, Maidenhead. Maidenhead. No, he started against Maidenhead. And then he subbed him against York. And then he subbed him against... Who was it at home? Uh, Kidderminster. He came on as a sub. And then he started him. So it just goes to show that he's been playing well. He really yeah. needs to um, start be starting green. And Walker, thankfully, is now back. Hammond has been outstanding. He got subbed against yeah, Kidderminster yeah. unfairly because I thought he was our best player. He was the only one who looked yeah. lively in that first half. I uh, thought I thought we started to struggle a bit more when he came off against Eastley on last night, to be honest mm. with you. And Gardner came on instead because Eastley did pick up a bit in the last 10 minutes of the game. Um, but Hammond's energy, him and Sharon last night were all over the place and it was down to... Magai's positioning, he stayed pretty much in the centre circle and if he was out of the centre circle, he was pretty much just down the spine of the pitch most mm. of the time. He stayed down the middle and everybody else sort of played off him and I'm trying to figure out as I'm watching again, like, what's the difference? Like, why? But when Eastley, I think, played like Maidenhead did, Danny. They, they, they sat off us and they give us too much respect and let us play too much. Whereas, like, when teams come to Boundary Park, it seems that they're, they're intent on not letting us do that and they're putting us under a lot more pressure like Kidderminster did. And so then we're struggling. Like when we played mm. Dorking, Dorking put us under a lot of pressure and we struggled. So I think some managers seem to have figured out that if we if they press us a lot and they get on us, then we'll start panicking and giving the ball away. But uh, I, th I think some teams are playing into our hands and some teams have got us sussed out. And the big problem is, is that we've got to start sussing out how to beat these teams that get on us and get in our face. And that's because that's where we're struggling, I think. Yeah, definitely. But I've been meaning to ask you, Matt, after the podcast on um, Monday morning, you said you don't think um, we'll go, you think we'll get in the playoffs and that. But if we, I think if we play last like we did last night for the rest of the season, I think we'll be all right, me. I, I, I genuinely I know, think but it's a false dawn, Danny, because it's it keeps happening, doesn't it? And then like you know, we covered. I think I think Danny. Honestly, I thought that after just uh, Kidderminster that we're not got. We're not going to be up to the big occasion, but let's look. Let, yeah. I mean, we've got so many big occasions now. Look at Southend yeah. and Bromley; these next two home games. Again, yeah. if they, if they turn it around in those two games, then all of a sudden at home games, then you start to think, you know, maybe well, they if, do if we it, turn it, it if we turn it around in those two games, we've caught second place as well. Mm. It's it's crazy to think the points we've thrown away, the draws we've had, and the points we've thrown away at home losing. We we could have been with Chesterfield at the top. Minus the ten games that Unsworth is in charge as well, we'd would have been would have been in good stead for this league. The weird uh, thing is, Danny, is that I fancy us more at home against Southend and Bromley than I have done against Boreham Wood. Um, yeah. You know, walking and these other teams down there because it just seems like we, we we struggle. You know, we've beat Barnet at home, haven't we? We've you know we've yeah you know, put in a decent performance against them. So it's that unpredictability I just want to see more than anything a settled team yeah. I want to see us have a like, like the other night last night against Eastley to me it looked like it worked and I want to see the same way of playing and the same approach to the game um, on Saturday because don't be making changes now don't be swapping players that played well in one position and putting them in another position it just it drives me mad yeah definitely
Do you, do, do you know anything about um, Norwood coming back yet? Because Mickey Mellon said in his interview after the game, he said he'll be on the bench hopefully for Saturday. Right, because that'd be nice that, to, to get him back just before, like if we do get him a playoffs, get him firing again because he's had a nice rest now, hasn't he? Six weeks or something. So get him back in and uh, get firing again, I think. I'm not I'm not really keen on that Dallas. I've not seen much of him. He's, he's like, uh, I know he's been a substitute and that, and then he had an injury, but um, he's not... He's not really had a chance to get a grip on the game yet, has he? But that Garner, he's made more of an impact than Dallas has. And we've had him a lot less time. And he's, he's been older. a brilliant signing, Danny, hasn't he? He's been, like last yeah. night, I thought he was really good. Not just in the in the goals, which I thought were both really, really good goals. Like, But just his play, he was just a nuisance. Like he's He, he, he keeps going down. He's a he's proper shithouse, isn't he? He's always yeah, going yeah. down, looking for free kicks and stuff. And then he wins some, he doesn't win some. He gets back up again. You know, it's like, oh, my leg, oh, no, I'm fine. And like, yeah, yeah. we've not had anyone like that. And it's not something I particularly enjoy in the game, but um, it, it, it reminds it, me a bit of like Luke Beckett in a way. He's like yeah, a, yeah, good comparison. That you know he gets stuck in, gets the headers, draws the foul, and then when if he gets yeah. a chance in the box, he'll finish it. What he is going to do with his headers is he's obviously he can't out jump some of these big guys. But what he'll do is he'll 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 get in he'll get in um, early and. And flick it back like that, like he reads it. If the ball's dropping a bit lower, he gets forward and he flicks it back. He wins a lot of headers for someone who's not as as anywhere near as big as some of these centre halves. But right. I think it's been a brilliant signing because straight away now we've got like like you said, when Norwood comes back, if he's if he's firing on all cylinders, we've got three strikers that are in goal scoring form, and that's mm-hmm. I mean that's gold, isn't it, at this time of season? Do Do you think we'll see Reed again? Nah. Unfortunately, I, I think Mellon's done with him, but I think it's really unfair if he's brought McGay back. I yeah. think he's unfair. Well, we, I do we like Reed. He's a bit, he's a bit lightweight and that, but he's got the speed and um, he's got something he different. Defenders on, doesn't he? He's got something different, you know, mm. and he needs to run. But I, 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 I free read, free read. Yeah, yeah. Who was it? Callum Lang won it. Was it free Callum Lang last time or somewhere? Who was it? <laughs> yeah. Was him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, guys, I'll uh, I'll leave you leave you both to it. Let someone else call up. Yeah, we've got a few waiting, mate. So thanks for the call, pal. Yeah. No worries, See you, boys. You know, you're there at the weekend, mate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. yeah. Not time. drinking this weekend. More. I had too many last weekend. It was, <laughs> I don't believe it was a heavy you. one. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to drive to the game. All right. So, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm doing parched March. Yeah, I, yeah, I might I'm, kick I'm, on I'm, that I'm, with I'm, you. I've got a busy month, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take mm. it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just invented parts, Mark. Yeah, talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. Take care, See mate. You later. See you later. All right, boys. See you See later. You later. Bye. Uh, can we just? Yeah, I've got Lord's got seven gigs on in March. Ooh, so it's a lot. Like SEDC. Yeah, it's like a world tour of. Brighton and Balesworth and Warrington, Chatter, Burnley, Chatter, Chatter, yeah, no, it's, it's all go. Um, anyway, all I was gonna say was, yeah, so fair play to everybody who went down last night to Eastley, especially if you travel from Oldham, it's a long, long way. I thought the fans were brilliant last night, they made a right racket. It sounded to me like if they weren't in there. There would have been absolutely no atmosphere whatsoever. They sang all the way through the game. I thought it was fantastic. So big, massive uh, shout out to all them. I suspect this young man was there. Let's find out. Ben Man, were you there last night, mate? 
Hiya, lads, you all right? Hi. Are you? Yeah, yeah, great, great. Jade, yeah, with her pal. Late yeah, night? Yeah, very long day as well. Yeah. But what, time, it when you, what time did you leave? One, back for half three. Right. Yeah, it's a bit of a slog, isn't it? At least we won, That's though, eh? Hey, well, it's better when you win, isn't it, lads? You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you saw well, you saw the photos, you all sticking into the cake there. Yeah, the no, post. I didn't. I'm on a diet. All oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, tell us, mate. What tell us about your day, your trip, and the game, and all that. Yeah, the trip was all right. Obviously, you know, I've, I don't go with it. Obviously, you know myself, Matt. I run my own, but unfortunately, I couldn't do it. But uh, yeah, the game. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, again saying I was just set up heavyweight again. Thought we absolutely controlled the game. I thought, you know, we should have been two or three nil up in the first half. And um, yeah, I just want to say about Danny, what he just mentioned them. I can't get me thinking why it was so bad at home. Why? Why? Tell me, Matt. Tell me, Dave. <laughs> Someone please come up with some of the key. The only thing and, I can think of is, like, is what I said before about, about teams coming to Boundary Park and just... and, and Playing on the front foot, but I think I think we allow them to though by not by not taking the initiative and and, and stepping up and and putting them under pressure. I just it seems like Mickey Mellon has not quite figured out how and who he wants to play like week in week out. And I think for me, you've got to find a system and then you've got to try and drop players into those systems. So like Conlon could play where Maguire played yesterday for example you know you've got to have like Lundstrom and Sharon in those two kind of pressing and harassing positions you could potentially put drop Lundstrom into one of those positions if no. you, yeah. no, you needed to <laughs> if you know if like if the player's not and then playing with the two wide players and let's stick with this formation now you know you've got the three centre halves we've got Hob Hobson, Raglan, Hogan and Sutton so one of three of those four and then you've got the two up top. I, I think we, we seem to have a way of playing. I think the the away games when we've played like that and we've actually played it on the deck. See what we did last night, Bin Man, you'll you'll notice like we were playing long balls up top, but we were getting on the end, we were getting the second balls and then up further up the pitch. And then we were playing some good football in football. the final third and creating chances rather than just kind of lumping it, losing it. And then dropping back. Hammond, Hammond kept all of the ball and played like the tri one, two triangles and just tried to move up the pitch. Him, Hogan and Kitchen just made the moves all the way up that yeah. left hand side. They couldn't contain us on the left hand side. And then Green, to be fair, McGay, McGay Green, Shearing and McGay sort of did the other on the other side. But you know, obviously Shearing's a bit dodgy with his passing, but credit to him for the for the first goal. He he just he just dived in and just set the goal up really. I thought he was really good. Last <coughs> Yeah, and those, he nearly those hit two, two shots. shots. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. good. I think he's a better player when he's when he's going forward. Yeah. When he's when he's you know putting teams under pressure. We didn't miss yeah. Copland, did we? No, absolutely not. When I seen McGay lined up uh, to start, I thought, oh my god! But to be fair, third player to him, and a special mention to Garner. Absolutely, it's a sky guy with size. He wins everything in the air. He's yeah. an absolute animal, and is he's a graft. Do you know? He reminds me of Paul Warren. Someone else has said that in the uh, yeah. in the comments here. Yeah, flag, yeah. He's an yeah, absolute. He, he's a workhorse. He's a grafter. Yeah. He wins everything. He, he contributes to goals. He scores goals. He's he's something that was needed. He's, yeah. he really is. He's a proper pest. He'll do the dirty work, warning. I noticed yeah. at the end. I noticed at the end of the game, like right in the late eighty-something minute, just 
getting stuck in up the pitch, putting yeah. tackles in, like it just did not stop working. Uh, and you know what? As well, like it's I think it's always really special for a striker, especially when they when they sign for a new club and they start scoring goals early because they start to enjoy themselves at the club early. And 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 it looks like when those goals have gone in, the way he's celebrating that he was absolutely buzzing. And it and it it. it it's coming in just at the right time. Like if Norwood can can come back on whenever he plays, whether it's Saturday, Tuesday or whatever, get a goal early again, settle himself back down, could be great, couldn't it? Those three forwards all, so, all firing. Fondot looked flat out, though, didn't he? He looked flat on his feet. Yeah. If, we could get, if we could get Norwood in for Saturday, get him in, pay him up top or down, and give Fondop a bit of rest. Start Fondop and bring Norwood on, I think. If, if he's fully fit, yeah, I understand if he's not fully fit. If he is fully fit, there's no one's the first name yeah. on the sheet. Yeah, of course he is, yeah. Yeah, he is, he yeah is. and then it's one or two of the others, because we haven't seen Garner and... Have we seen Garner and Norwood play? Yeah, they did, didn't they, the first game? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that was, you know, that was... He's come into his own a lot more since then, Garner, and he's so... But I, th- I think it's, again, it all comes down to this midfield, again, this, this midfield three. And I just... Miguel made it look easy last night because I don't think he was put under the sort of pressure that some of the midfielders, other teams' midfields, put us under. But his discipline was just really, really good. And I think we, that's why we looked a lot better last night, I thought, because compared to what we were like at home, we just had far more discipline and shape and kept it. Um, and we were just more difficult to break to, to to compete against. It was just it was just so much better. The, the real frustration, of course, is what's going to happen Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah, I I think I think I think set up the same. Don't change it. Set up exactly the same. Obviously, I know you said bring Norwood on, but you know I would, but I would go exactly the same on Saturday. We absolutely battered them at the first half. Battered them. Mm. It was brilliant to watch, and I thought, like you said, then and Matt, the midfield—it's just—it's not been good all season, has it? It's not. We've brought in additions, and some of it's still not working. It didn't work on Saturday. Some had to change. You couldn't go in with the same team on Saturday. It was, but it helped with them getting a man sent off as well. We had—it was so open last night. That's why I thought we should have brought. We brought him from Walker. On what minute was it? Can't remember for the life of me what it was. But I thought we should have brought him on a bit earlier because I brought. Their, de- their, their defence was absolutely knackered. But did, did, Walker fresh come later. On? did Walker did, come on? I can't remember. I'm pretty no, sure he didn't. Did. No, did he not? No, Gar- no, no, Gar- no, he didn't. Dallas, you're right. Dallas. Yeah. I'm scared of Dallas because Dallas, Dallas has got pace, yeah, but Dallas is right. a fit. And I think that Dallas, everyone's saying, like, oh, he's not done much. He's only had 10 minutes here, 10 yeah. minutes there. Yeah. Coming on in games where you're at, where I've, the game's like 2-0 up or 1-0 down, we've got no, you know, the bands are all on your back. He, he either needs to start a game and get get going, but he needs to be fully fit. I think he he's, yeah. he's going to be a different dimension, you know, potentially against an Halifax mm. who've got a slow defence. I think he'd run rings round him if he got got his chance, you know, a bit oh. of pay. But, oh, but again, we have, we have to play the game that again that suits, don't we? Not this hit and hope um, tactic. It's you know because Kidderminster was just rinse and repeat, get it forward, get it forward, get it. It was just so dull. It wasn't working. Whereas last night, it was like we were mixing it up, and it looked like we'd actually been doing a bit on the training ground. And like it, the, the frustration is Kidderminster was it didn't look like. A, a team that had been coached, it just looked like a team that just had no idea. Whereas last night, it looked like a team that had been instructed by the manager and was were, were putting it together on the pitch. Chalk and cheese, it's mental. Absolutely. Do you know what, as, as well, lads, I spoke to a mate of mine tonight, uh, Kevin, well, I was saying to him, 
And he, he, sa- he says it every week and he's absolutely right. You'll know in 10 minutes whether we're going to win that game of football. Mm. And you, yeah. it, it, on sat- it told on Saturday, we could see in 10 minutes, we're not going to win this. And last night, 10 minutes in, I thought, we're going to win this. And it's, you know, you can just tell, can't you, how we, we are going to play and how we're going to see out the rest of the game. We need to yeah. change that. Yeah, mate. Yeah, well. Cheers, Bim, man. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, no you uh, get an early night tonight, won't you, after last night's effort? Absolutely, mate. I'll go to bed before this show finishes. Of course you won't. I'll go about nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah, good man. <laughs> no. Nice one, mate. Yeah, see you, with you, mate. Yeah. Bye-bye, mate. Bye-bye, Bye-bye. mate. Right, let's uh, we we let's bring in someone who took uh, some Pompey fans to the game last night. I believe. Very nice, Andy. Oh, hi there. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, it's good last night, wasn't it? Yeah, you well, you were there, weren't you? Tell yeah, us. Yeah, well, yeah, good guy. First of all, I want to um, reiterate what you said. The fans were superb last night. Really yeah. good. I mean, I, I was at the Maidenhead game as well. There was more of us at Maidenhead, but by me, did they make some noise last night? It was really good. Yeah, and um, I know my friends were really impressed by it. They were joining in and stamping their feet and getting a bit carried away. To be honest with you, brilliant. Um, so that was yeah, pretty good. They want to go to another game as soon as they can, but unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go for quite a while now. I think um, it's going to be Oxford the next away game I can get to. Um, I would have gone to all the shops just up the road, but I'm, I'm occupied that weekend. So a bit sad about that, but never mind. I just wanted to say a couple of things about the game last night. I thought, yeah, the team was really good. Um, probably the best of the ones I've seen so far. Certainly for the first, what shall we say, apart from the last 15 minutes, I guess. Um, and then it was it was getting a bit nervous at the end, wasn't it? Although we said, you know, we all think they really deserve to win. They were, they were on the front foot for most of the game, and there was... Large periods were were easy, which was pegged back, and they just didn't know how to get out. It was really, really good. Um, Hammond, yeah, there's a couple of things about Hammond. Really good on the ball, but his work rate off the ball, it was what was giving McGahey the time to make the passes. Yeah. So he was dragging the players all over the place, and it was opening up space, especially on the right, it was uh, on the left right of the kitchen. He took those you know, he was moving players about all over the place and they didn't know where they were going and they were knackered by the end because they were just chasing shadows. Um, yeah. There was a lot, lot of energy with him and Sharon, yeah, wasn't and, there? Yeah. And, and the, big, the big difference with the, with the long balls this time was was we were hitting it to players who were in space. We weren't hitting it up just straight down the middle to the forwards where there were two defenders around them. They were, the long balls were generally going to people accurately and in space. And it made yeah. a huge difference. We played out from the yeah. back a lot more as well, didn't we, last night, rather yeah. than Hudson just hitting yeah. it, yeah, it did, yeah. So we yeah. played out from the back. We looked like the distribution of the ball was, you know, it well, kept um, it simple, kept it easy. What do you, um, you make of Organ's header at the end there? Do you think he was fully in control and clearly heading it away? Or was he... Was he Ooh, it was a it was a risky one, wasn't it? I think it oh, was a risky one. Oh, that nearly that nearly yeah. that long. I think he knew what yeah. he was doing. I think he knew what I he was doing. I, I, it's really difficult to tell, isn't it? Where it all depends on your perspective and where you are in the ground, what you can see. Because from yeah. where we were at the other end, you're thinking, "My God, that was close." But yeah. it could well be, you know, exactly what he was doing. I didn't see the Eastley fans sort of, you know, head in hands, thinking it was going to go in. I think they knew he'd put it. In, he, he was 
he what he was doing. It was a danger area, and I thought it was a good defensive yeah. area. It looked, it made it look a lot worse than it did. Like even on the first at first glance when I watched it on TV, I was like bloody hell. But then it actually saw him before he was going to edit away. He's actually turning his head to get it away from mm-hmm. the goal. It, it was. I think it was a really good defensive header, and again. I think he's been brilliant these last few games. I thought he was the best, one of the best players against Kidderminster as well. Like yeah. you know, putting him up front was a bit of a you know non-starter, but he, he, he's, just... he's, he's he's definitely you know starting to step up to the plate in my eyes. I'm a little bit concerned about that last 15 minutes though, because I think against a better side we could have come unstuck there because he just seemed to go into we were in so much control and then. Um, they got a very good goal, but there seemed to just be a slight amount of panic at the end. I think, it, I, I think honestly, I think one, sometimes like you can understand why Mellon wanted to make substitutions, but I think the substitutions were what caused it. I think we were in complete control. Fondop coming off, probably you know a bit knackered. It was Hammond coming off for me that was the like you said what he was doing all the game. You know he's twenty year old. He should be fit as a fiddle. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be able to keep all that energy up. When Gardner came on, he, he, I was watching him. He wasn't doing anywhere near the amount of work that Hammond was doing, and I think that's what allowed them back into the game, unfortunately. So, yeah, I, I mean, you, you're waiting for it, aren't you? You're thinking, oh, God. Because I keep thinking back to when we go down, to, when the opposition go down to 10 men, that Altrincham game, when we um, when we were two up, and we <laughs> at home and we were drawing two walls. You never, you never save. And like you said, that header, that could have just been... I, I just want to say something about their goal as well, because I thought that it was a great strike, but if you watch the defenders... He got, I can't remember which defender it was. He got turned really easily. And then, as as the um, easily player turned into the space, there was just like a horseshoe of three Latics defenders and yeah. another one next to it. Five Latics defenders, and none of them got near him. None of them so, closed down the space. And I thought that was a bit disappointing. But similar similar to the goal against Kidderminster, wasn't it? Where they just he just went straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Just he sort of like. Through the middle and nobody, nobody went to him at all. Yeah. Just that mm. those little things like that, and those three set piece goals that we conceded in three games. Uh, yeah, you know, against against better opposition, we're, we're going to struggle if we if we yeah. keep giving away things. You know, we've got things like Ch- uh, Chesterfield coming up and and and, and Bromley who aren't on a great run, are they? But you know, we, last night we just needed that third goal because their heads were starting to go down, and they, to me, they, they, it was a good goal. And it just lifted them. And um, I think if they'd have been three down, that wouldn't have, they wouldn't have even conceded that goal because their heads were starting to go. Um, but they yeah, just got we, a lot we, we need. We need to give someone a hiding at Boundary Park again. That's what we need. Ideally, South End on the Saturday or Brom- yeah. Bromley. We're due up giving Bromley a good hiding, aren't we? After they've given those two spankings down at their place. I'd, I'd absolutely love them to to wallop Southend, but looking at Southend's defensive record, they've, they've conceded the least number of goals. Mm. I believe they've only conceded 30, um, 36, I think, something like that. Less than Chesterfield, less than a lot, well, that's it, fewest in the league. So they've obviously got some sort of defence and um, Cardwell's knocking goals in quite, quite on a quite regular basis. So I think it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. It all depends, it'll all depend on what start we make. If we start like we did against Eastleigh and they allow us to start like that, because um, you can only start like that if the opposition let you do it. But if we do that, then, then I think we could, we could come away with the points. But Yeah, well, we need to turn the corner at home, don't we? So let's yeah. let's keep our fingers crossed. Right, we've got a few more callers lined up, so we'll move yeah. on, Andy. But yeah, it was good to meet you at Maiden Ed and thanks for calling in. Yeah. Cheers and bye.
All the best, mate. Bye. Right, we've got Alan waiting patiently in the background here. Hello, Alan. Hi, good evening, chaps. How are you doing? Very well. How are you? Thanks for calling in, mate. Yeah, uh, I saw saw your Dave stood outside the uh, thing on Saturday. Filling old mates, I'm having your uh, vape or whatever it was you were having. Uh, I've got plenty of mates, thank you. Uh, but yeah, um, and you're not one of them. Uh, no, but no, no. Joking. <laughs> no, I was just uh, waiting for Brian Cox, who never showed up uh, for his alleged, yeah, so he didn't show up till very late. And then I couldn't get an interview with him because I was already in the ground. But never mind, I will get him. Yeah. Did you right, a uh, bit controversial. The one thing I find about the home and away, I was there last Saturday and I watched last night. The, the one difference between the two is the fans, the home fans and the away fans. Now, now I, when I normally go with the missus, we normally go in the uh, hospitality and you get to, you know, you get to two, a ref that was offside, whatever, this, that and the other. But it was pure vile down by the actual touchline. Right. The actual, some, some, of the, yeah. some of the guys down there were giving it, it was, it was, it was verbal abuse. Now, yeah. I wouldn't put that at work. You wouldn't put up with that at work. So why should the football players have to put up with it? The linesmen, they were being so personal about the guy. It's unreal. Now, if if we'd have had a 50-50 on a goal, he's going to say, sod you, lock behind yeah. me. It was, yeah. it was offside. Yeah. So we're not doing ourselves any favours. So that was in the north stand, was it? No, that was in the that we actually ended up in Joe Royal stand, but right down by the front in uh, in the Joe Royal, yeah, section, section B. Right, yeah. Look, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it's as old as football, and it uh, people giving people abuse and stuff. And I've always I've always said it that like you know you can abuse another team, you can abuse other fans. In the, there's a there's a limit, there's a level, isn't there? Of like I think what's acceptable, what's not. You got a bit of giving each other a bit of stick and all that. But I think when you start targeting individuals and making it really personal, it, you know, especially if they're on your own team, like it's just yeah. Well, there, there, there was one particular young lad. He must have been in his twenties. He was on a right go at kitchen all night. Kitchen, I call him then. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was having a right go, go at Kitch all night, saying basically, you are effing useless, get off the pitch, you're stealing away. And it's just not needed. I wouldn't want to go to work in that kind of atmosphere. Did anyone in the stand challenge the behaviour? No. No, because there's grown men doing it as well. It's, 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 I will never take my missus into the cheap seats again. I've said it before, I'll say it again, the own. The home fans, uh, some of them need to really take a good hard look at themselves. Look at themselves because we get a home, yeah. get home tie in the playoffs. We've got no chance with that crowd because it's no. just a morning old, stupid. Well, it's obviously, it, it, I mean, know. the age range varies, doesn't it? And yeah, people see people yeah. learn it from people learn it from other people. Yeah. And this is why I asked if it was if it was challenged because people, if people don't get challenged on it by other people, then they think it's acceptable. And people don't want to argue with amongst their own fan base and all that kind of stuff. But like, like you said, somebody who is part of your team, part of your club, part of your own uh, football, football group, you're all supposed to be on the same page. You know, you're there yeah. to support them. You're not there to abuse them. You're not there to to give them personal insults and all that kind of stuff. And personally, I think that, that I'd love to see people challenging that kind of behavior and, um, you know, asking people to explain why they're doing it. And, you know, 
turn it on to them as well because like if it, if it's okay for them to speak to players like that this is why when I've called people out I've had to, I've taken some grief in the past for calling some of our fans dickheads and wankers but if people in the stand are behaving like that towards our player then you you're being a dickhead and and I think that's justified do you know what I mean to or call them a that. wanker or a wanker whatever yeah. I don't care but that for me it's not acceptable like you said, it's 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 not conducive what, to success, and it's just it's just what, moronic. What did I say about Ollie Hammond when he played the first twenty minutes? Oh, he's crap. He's rubbish. Get rid of him. He can't take a corner. He can't. He can't trap trap a ball. He can't press. He can't trap back. Look at him now. Last two games, three, four games, he's been our yeah. best performer. Because we've got idiots in the crowd, old, old, young, or indifferent, who just think that we should be seeing Real Madrid every week. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, because we've had years of years of you know lack of investment, mismanagement, and disorganization. But we still expect to see Galactico football and the, everyone spraying the ball around and all them winning by four goals. Like, oh, put it back <laughs> when we're on plastic, put it back when we're on plastic, and put I mean, Andy Ritchie up front. We're all gonna, get a grip of yourself. We're we all moan and we all, as we all go, oh, we groan and you know, misplaced passes and oh, no. and I think that, that's fine, like that's normal, like and, and getting frustrated is normal uh, because it's 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 hard work sometimes, but. Giving players on your from your own team abuse and verbal like that, I just don't get it at all. And I'll tell you what, if they, if they, they wouldn't do it if there was if there wasn't the boardings in place and they weren't face to face with oh, them. No, no. They, get, <laughs> they get leathered. They did it in the car park out the back after the game. They wouldn't do it. Yeah. They wouldn't do it because they know <laughs> feel that there's no consequences to doing it. But I feel like there should be some consequences, to be honest. Well, the thing is, it, it, we should should give the stewards a yellow and a red card each. Hear him mm. once, yellow card. Hear him twice, get out. That'll be That's fun to see. That'll be oh, fun yeah. to watch. Oh, see yeah. that one give, me, give me the red and yellow cards. Oh, yeah. yeah. That. You know, look, we, all have, we all have our little moments and we all have our frustrations and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, if me and him, like, start, go, oh, we're at the back of the Rochester Road and the players aren't going to wear it. And you're saying it sort of amongst yourself. But like you said, if they're down the front, and they're leaning over, yes. and, they're, and, they're, and they know that the players can hear it. I think it's a different story altogether. Well, the, these five guys I was sat next to, they were actually in my seats when I turned up there, but the end, the end, they, they are season ticket holders, but they're not actually sat in their season ticket, but that's the place they sit together, the five of them, every week. And all they did, there was at least, there was one in particular, but there was at least two of them were giving it the old mouth all the time. And it, it was embarrassing. And it, we don't need them. Basically, we're supposed to be a family club. I, w- I wouldn't let my family hear that. Yeah. Uh, if any of those people are watching, oh, please, you want to give us a name? Please Alan, give please. us a call. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. There might be a photograph. They did the the, you know, the guy walking around took the photographs. So and we all stood up, um, right. giving a standing ovation to Frank, and the, there was a five at the side of it. So yeah. Well, you know, it's, if anyone it's, it is, it's, if anyone watching does it's think the same. It's the same. Sorry. No, I'm just saying. If it's anyone the same on Facebook, isn't it? Oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People give it out all the time. Yeah, but I'd like, look. I mean, if you if you feel that that kind of stuff is appropriate and you think it helps to motivate players or whatever, give us a shout, call in, and and let's have a chat about it. But I think the majority of us would would feel that it's 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 not helpful. Well, um, well put it put it under the shoe. If any of these guys that are giving it all the mouth, I've got kids, and their kids are playing football, and somebody give it to their kids. The same way that they give it to our, I know they're grown up men, but nobody should have to put up with that in in no day or age. 
The yeah, grown-up men with the brain of children. <laughs> so, yeah. People don't even know. When when Unsworth was 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 in charge and and you know a lot of the fans really hated him like you know in a in a way that I didn't quite understand because you know he's it's not like he's a war criminal or anything but like if people say he was a football criminal and I can you know whatever but like you know and and we had this is what we had at the time because some of the language and some of the abuse and some of the anger and vitriol that was going out there was. I felt was going too far and was counterproductive towards the, the success of the club and, and all that. And that's yeah. when, that's when I started getting a bit of grief then for, 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 for sort of targeting those. Cause what happens if you target those people who behave like that, they generally can't take it. They can't take the abuse themselves. And it's like, it's all right for them to dish it out, but often they can't yeah. take it back themselves. And, and I don't think that, there's, there's always people who say, I pay my money, I can say what I want in a football ground. Well, that's not the case. It's not, you you, you know, if you said that anywhere else in yeah. in, in life, you, you, well, someone's going to stop you. You're going to get, you know, in trouble, arrested, kicked out, whatever. And I just don't think, like you said, they're at work doing the job and, and they shouldn't be abused in that way. Yeah. No, they shouldn't. It, 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 it's, it's total diatribe. Total diatribe what they're doing. And it is, it is wrong. Out and out wrong. And we should get rid of them, basically. That's, that's just my point of view, maybe not everybody's point of view because a lot of people think it's the right thing to do but I just don't well if I'm you, going to you, do you can't hear what you're saying sorry well no I'm just, thinking, I'm just going to do this for that call there you go <laughs> thank you yeah, 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 big yeah, round of applause yeah no I think that's fair I think it's I think it's something that I look, people are intimidated by people when they're you know being aggressive and yeah. being that, that kind of way so I, I understand why people don't sort of say anything or but look it's something that I think we need to get out of our system at Boundary Park our players they might not always be you know the best or you know but they're our players, ever, but there are they're players, players and, yeah. and, and, and they will respond better to encouragement than they will to aggression yeah of course they will <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you, you can only whip somebody so long before they actually go down, can't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, you take a lot of whipping <laughs> yeah. before you go down, don't you? Dave? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like oh, that yeah. one right over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, people t they they learn it from their parents. They learn it from people above. And they think it's okay, and you know, it's it's not. So let's try and get rid. Let's try and get rid of it at Boundary Park on starting yeah. on Saturday against Southend. Look, if one of their players is going to, to take a corner, you know, take the Mickey out of him by all. By yeah, all well, yeah, you can do it's, 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 Again, keep it within a certain, you know, like certain decency. Yeah. I think do it with a bit of class. Say something that's you know witty. <laughs> well, be witty, not shitty. Yeah. Right, okay. Yay! Yeah, yeah. So. Get a banner made. Sorry, yeah. Matt, I'm just going to do this for you. Sorry. All right, lads, I'm getting off. Let somebody else talk now. Yeah. All right. Good please. call, Alan. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Right. Mate. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Bye. Let's um, hang on a minute. Let's uh, we've got uh, which one? Yeah, this one. <laughs> That's the Ibby intro. Hello, <laughs> Ibby. <laughs> Evening, guys. You all right? Yeah, we are, mate. You? I'm all right, sexy Dave. Oh, what a good win last night. I thought Joe Gardner was outstanding and humming. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they've they've brought something new to the team over the last few weeks, I think, apart from at home, yeah. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we've seen... Um, yeah, I look, and the thing is, is that these are Mickey Mellon signings, aren't they? So I think you know 
what you have to remember with these signings is they're not all there to replace the the previous players. Some they're there to enhance the squad, enhance the team, and, and bring something more to it and make it better. And I think that the, those two players coming in have shown that they can improve the the players around them and make them better. And that's what it's all about. So I've, I've been impressed with them. Yeah, I was disappointed on Saturday what happened, but we need to change our home form because we need to work something on that because we need to start winning games regularly because we need to cement our position in the playoffs. Yeah, we do. It's still it's still pretty tight in there, isn't it? You know, you've got Halifax creeping up behind, you've got older shot. Yeah, it's um it's it's just it's just very, very close, very, very tight, eleven games to go and we've got a tough month ahead, haven't we? We've got some really tough Absolutely, games. guys. Uh, the next few games are very difficult. I'm looking forward to them. I can't like I, I can't go to a, uh, any of the far away games in March, but um, I'm looking forward to to the home. I'm looking forward to Chesterfield, and we've got Rochdale coming up. Halifax. Filed, Halifax. We've, yeah, we've got some good games. And you know, uh, we, yeah, and we're in the Saturday mid- will be a difficult game, uh, Matt. Well, we've got, we've got, we we own one, don't we? We own. They, they beat us four 0 on the opening game of the season. We've we we owe them that. Like we've got to, um, we you know, I, I don't have, have any teams done the double over us this season so far. Um, not sure if they have off the top of my head, but, uh, but we don't want Southend to do the double on us. Um, Bromley could, couldn't they? But they yeah. Still, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, these, that's the thing. These two teams have already beaten us at their place. Um, <laughs> actually, it was the first game of the season under Unsworth this season. We got 4-0 and it was Unsworth last game, wasn't it? The 3-0 at Bromley. So, <laughs> we'll, so, but I think things like that are a good indication of seeing how far we've come when we're playing the same teams. You know, we've, conceded seven goals against these two teams uh, earlier on in the season so it'll be it'll be interesting to see um how far Mickey Mellon has brought us when when we're up against these sides do you do you do you, are you confident that we'll pick up you know maybe four points over the next two uh, two home games do you think we can get two wins or do you think we're going to really struggle a bit no no i think uh, things are looking positive uh, believe me we can be anybody in the league if we can sort ourselves out and I'm really looking forward to Saturday and hopefully things pick up. But we need the fans to stop abusing the players because last Saturday was appalling. The language that was people coming out with was unbelievable and it doesn't really help the players, really. No, it doesn't help anybody. It, it really doesn't. And I think there's a lot there are there's a like you when you spoke to Joe Royal Dave at the weekend like you didn't you know it was only a minute or so but he said about like you asked him if Latics were a sleeping giant and if we were gonna you know we were on our way back up and he was saying how you know we're getting there slowly and there's lots of work to do there's lots and lots of work to do mm. and you'll never you'll never change everything instantly but I think winning breeds positivity and and getting better players but look I mean you can see it at the top level you see it at the top top level in the Premier League where Fans are abusing their own players, and they've got like international players and brilliant players, and they have an off day, and they and they get on their back. So I, I th- I've always said this: it's not really, it's not really about that. It's more people taking their own anger and aggression and miss, you know, the using the football as an outlet to 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 channel their their aggression. It's not really about the players. It's not really about that. They, they're just using it as an excuse to to let you know to make themselves feel better and offload some anger on on somebody that doesn't really deserve it. And and that's what annoys me about it because the players don't deserve it. They don't deserve that level of abuse. 
at any club from anyone. How do you think we'll get against Southend, Bibi? Uh, I think we could, uh, we'll could. we beat them 2-1. It'll be a very close game. But I like the Southend manager. He's a decent fella, ex-Oldham player. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Mayer, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I like him, but I don't want him to win. He's already had the, he's already had the four 0 victory, yeah. so hopefully we can just get on a bit of a run ready for Rom uh, Bromley. Romley, yeah, get on a run run for Romley. <laughs> I think. How are you, Dave? By the way, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm very well. Yeah, yeah, you look very tired today. I'm knackered, and my wife just texted me saying the boiler's brought down, so I can't oh. wait to get home. So yeah, maybe you're, uh, you're very observant. Yeah, no, no, he's a very good fella, a good guy, and I've got respect for both of you guys for doing this. You're my sure. man, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, look after yourself, guys, and I'll let another caller come in. We will, a bit. Thanks very much. Cheers, you look mate. after Thanks. your boss. Yeah. Maybe he's just gone. <laughs> We've got some new buttons, as you can tell. Um, new bit of kit. Buttons. So, uh, some buttons, yeah. Um, yeah, speaking in radio voice there, Dave, uh, don't forget, guys. Attention all listeners. From Shaw to Shulver. Crompton to Coldhurst. Fitton Hill to Fellsworth. Hollywood to Haddershaw. From Lees to Limeside. This Saturday, 24th of Feb from 10 till 11am. Myself, Matt Dean. And me, Sexy Dave Bradley. Are exclusively live on Oldham Community Radio. Bringing you a roundup of everything Oldham Athletic. On a look at Laddicks. So join Matt and Dave on 99.7 FM DAB Oldham Community Radio. We had a right laugh doing that on Saturday, didn't we? Oh, not half, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, really no, it was good. good. Um, yeah. We got to play some music. We played Enya, uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. And, and Eddie Floyd. Eddie Floyd, knock on wood. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, uh, thanks for all the texts uh, from the listeners. And if you want to get involved on our next live show, which will be not next week, the week after, will it not? Chesterfield no, no, be No, yeah, 16th of March. Um, just hashtag look at Latics yeah, uh, on yeah. Twitter. Um, on the old Twitter there, mate. Or drop us a message. Um, Via another means. Yeah, pigeon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know SOS what, Dave? Yeah. We've exhausted the uh, the callers. And so, the content, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to buy us a coffee. Ooh. Want to buy us a coffee. So now, Dave, fans can buy us a coffee. How do you like your coffee? Mm, like an ice cream, white, frothy laddie. Laddie. Mmm. Mmm. So if you want to buy Dave a... Laddie. Then uh, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash OFC podcast. I'll just take mine black. Graham. Graham. Hi, guys. Just sneaking in there. Your beard's come on leaps and bounds, hasn't it? Yeah. Growing it back again. Yeah. I can't imagine why you'd want to shave it off in winter up there, mate. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, so tickets booked. The the game ticket booked as well. So me and my mate Gary are down on Saturday. Nice one. <coughs> Good stuff. Well, we need to put a win in for you guys then, don't we? Coming down from uh, from up there. The only thing is, I want we could only we got tickets in Jimmy Frizzle. What's that? Sorry, we got tickets for the Jimmy Frizzle stand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. best stand. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Like the last time we were the down Matt and Dave stand. Where are the cool lads hanging up? 
Sorry, what's that talking over you? What are you say, mate? No, the last time we were down, we were all the we were near the guys with all the flags. Oh yeah, 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 down near the Atleticos, yeah. I just did yeah. it on the game. It's the place to be, mate. Standing up there, you know, singing. Uh, singing yeah, what you have to be careful because shoes tend to go flying around and things <laughs> like that. I mean, it's a bit random. Um, uh, I'm at the right at the very back, so if you, I'll be mourning at the back so if you just see me up there but I won't be mourning at the players I'll be mourning about things <coughs> general things but if we're winning I'll still be mourning with your brother won't I oh you I mean you. I mean have you ever heard anyone go on like my brother no I mean it's oh actually yeah my wife <laughs> <laughs> honestly Graham it's like it's just soul crushing thank god me, me, I just like <laughs> it's like go to an away game with him and you get in the car it's like uh, come on man there's got to be something positive you can take away <laughs> yeah the thing I can say what I want about him because he, he doesn't he wouldn't watch anything that I do anyway but, so uh, but yeah he's a right grump um but yeah um yeah anyway so <laughs> hopefully for him you know, uh, for my brother, a, a nice we performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has high expectations, let's just put it that way. How do you think we'll get on against South then, mate? Are we not due to give them a 4-0 drubbing? <laughs> 4-0? I think so. I think we need to pay them back for the 4-0 hiding <coughs> that they gave us. I hope you're right. Make them score two of the goals or so. <laughs> I don't care who scores them. I don't care who scores them as long as we win. We've got to get... We've got to turn it... I just, like I said before, I'm more confident against Southend <coughs> and Bromley that we'll pick up points than against the lower lower ranking teams. I think we're more likely to pick up, like I say, yeah, Chesterfield. We'll win against Chesterfield, but then we'll go out against Dorkin and probably lose one now. That's the kind of that's the kind of mentality we're in right now. I hope that. I mean, yeah, beating Chesterfield. Oh God, that's going to be stopping them going up. Yeah, yeah that, that's up. there should be a good atmosphere at that game. I've been off for the last couple of weeks of work, about the last five or six weeks, so I haven't feeling great. But um, I've been watching Oldham games Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. Um, and I don't understand why we don't play green. Some games we bring him on as a sub. Yeah, I've said that, yeah. but he started last last night and he started... Oh, he was brilliant uh, last night. ...against Merdinhead. We win when he starts, so it, it just begs belief. He's the last minutes, I mean, like you were saying on the pod the other day. Hmm. Just, you know what I mean? And I'd, have, I'd have brought my, my what I was saying yesterday during the game was was it coming towards the end? He was making substitutions. I would have brought Green off me and uh, and and, and brought Gardner Walker, and Gardner Walker. Or, or Walker out on the left and just and left the centre yeah. midfield as it was. <clears throat> but, uh, look, we can't complain if we win. It's you know it's like on Saturday, like when we were talking about what to ask Mickey Mellon when when we when we're going for the post match interview and stuff like it. it if they get a couple of goals or goals, it changes, doesn't it? Because at the end of the day, if you win the game, you've won the game, and that's all that matters ultimately. So it's the same with Southend and Bromley. I don't care how we win it by hook or by crook, but as long as we win the games, um, but, but we've got to win it by trying trying to play football and not just revert into this ridiculous long ball, long ball giving it away. It was um, Dom on the podcast who said uh, at the weekend about the you know how it's just so random. You know, there's so many variables can go wrong when you just hunt for that. There's a lack of control, and he was bang on. It was a great point, like that. That's why the game has changed and evolved away from that. You know. Yeah, I was watching the game the other night where um, when we hoofed the ball up to Hogan a lot, and I was I, I had to go on Football Manager a couple of minutes later to figure out if Hogan actually played the positions or he was just a defender. 
<laughs> yeah, it was baffling, wasn't it? It was just baffling. Different positions, like um, I'm like, he's not def- he's a defender. Why is he up in the corner there? I said, if you need to play somebody up there, why not push one of the midfielders out there? Yeah, it was like we said. It's just a desperation, yeah, desperation, desperate measures, lack of, uh, and lack of ideas. So, when are you coming down, Graham? Are you coming down on Saturday or on Friday or what? Uh, my mate's working Friday, so we've got train tickets from Glasgow at nine in the morning. We'll get into Mouse Hill for about half one. Yeah, and then we'll get the bus from Mouse Hill through into the town by the bus station down towards the hospital. Yeah. And then, sadly, we're not hanging about too much after that. We've got the train back from Mills Hill at half six back into Glasgow, so... Proper away day for you, then. That's it. Straight round to Brilliant. Glasgow. Yeah, that'd be good. Nice one. Well, listen, if we don't uh, get to say hello to you on Saturday, have a great day. Did have you a... did you list catches on the um, DAB up in Scotland for the Oldham Community Radio, or have you got an Alexa? Because if you say old, uh, play Oldham Community Radio, we are on from Saturdays 10 to 11. So You can also yeah. catch up on, mix, on Mixcloud, by the way. You can, if you go on Mixcloud, we're on... Uh, I'll have a look. Last week I tried... My son. Say again. I tried to tune in last week, but my son, who is autistic, wanted to do something, so I didn't get a chance. Oh, but well. This week, we'll yeah, you can always get it on catch up, mate. So, yeah, as I say, it's... Um... I did have one yeah. question before I went yeah go on mate Alex Reid right is he going to be punished forever are we going to cut him save wages or is he coming back into his fold I mean because if he's not going to play and we're paying him we may as well just get rid of him yeah it's it's, it's the club decision isn't it you know it's you know if you pay him up he's going to cost you money if you you know he's he might come in he might come in useful you know I think it might be a bit easy to get rid of him so isn't he under contract for next season as well no it's no. two years was it just it? this season two, two and a half years was it I don't know if he's going to sit in the stand for like X amount of weeks I mean we're not playing him we're mm. still paying him it seems to me like Mickey Mellon's made his mind up, though, and that'll be that. So, uh, Callum Willoughby, uh, Carl Willoughby scored two last night for error, didn't he? Last night, scored two. Yeah, don't. So, what, I want, well done. I want Maybe. Well, we'll see. Maybe he'll come back and play a part. But yeah, he's know. got he's got a long contract again. Another yeah. read. Played so good for air last night. It was really good. Um, one of my friends, like uh, he sports like. Um, uh, he sports like one of the teams like Falkirk every, and he always watches the league above because they're about to get promoted because they're like seventeen ahead. Right. Okay. And he watched because he's old as well, Gary, and he was saying that well, he's not ready for our first team yet, but he, he looks like he's killing it up in there. Right. Well, well, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. Good. We'll we'll give it a chance. Give it yeah. a chance. Yeah. Right. Thanks for calling, Graham. Cheers, yeah. mate. Take care, pal. Take care. Bye. 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 And that. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Oh, I just wanted to. Uh, where's yeah, what are you after? I'm after that comment. Which from one, Keith? Keith Gledhill. Yeah, about, about Chesterfield. Uh, no, about uh, right. Yeah, he wants us to uh, on in the illiterate alliterative intro to a look at Latics. Please, could you introduce from round from round four to Ryden? Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's a good one though, to be fair. Where is Ramthorn? It's up near Clarksfield. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. From Clarksfield. To Glodwick. Oh. I don't know. Clarksfield to I don't know. What else can you see? Chadderton. 
Oh, yeah, because that rolls off the top. <laughs> it gives me seed, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dave, by the way, it's Kirk Willoughby. Whatever. So I've, I've had a long day and I'm going home to a cold house, so <laughs> I do not give a shot. Oh, Coppice, I should know that. From Coppice to Clarksfield. <laughs> from Coppice. To Clarksfield. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's not do that. Claire didn't. Drive any more of the listeners away. <laughs> with our absolute nonsense. Uh, uh, absolute free nonsense. Yeah, so... Saturday, South End, podcast Sunday, listen to it Monday. Tuesday, Bromley at home, football phoning Wednesday. Make love on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. What do you do Friday? For curry. Oh, yeah. No. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, so that's that's the thing. And if you are, we have got a show recorded for Odin Community Radio. Not half, mate. For Saturday morning, which is 10 to 11, if you want to listen to that. More of the usual nonsense. Yeah. Um, but thanks for tuning in and, uh, you know. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you for listening to the Boundary Park Alert System, a QPod production hosted and produced weekly by Matt Dean, Andy Halliwell and Dave Bradley. QPod is Oldham's only dedicated podcast production company and if you'd like to learn more about how podcasting can help take your brand to the next level, visit kupod.co.uk. A huge thank you goes to all those people who subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. We really appreciate you all. Please visit oafcpodcast.co.uk and click be a supporter or find the link in the show notes if you'd like to help help us fund the show it's only 2.99 per month to subscribe but if you'd rather make a one-off donation please visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash oafc podcast or click the link on our website don't miss the latix football phone in every wednesday live from 8 30 p.m please visit youtube.com forward slash at oafc podcast and do hit subscribe while you are there you can also follow and interact with us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok at oafc podcast Big thanks go to Eileen Finnegan for writing our excellent weekly blog, which we encourage you to read on our website every Saturday morning, and also to Paul Prendergast for providing us with all the Latix Mind questions. The title music for the show is by Manchester DJ and producer Starion, and for more information, visit bandcamp.com forward slash red laser records. If you'd like to be a guest or contribute to the show, we would love to hear from you. Until then, see you next time.